0: hi and welcome to this latest episode of the baba meets podcast with me adam grattan brought to you by stoke-on-trent and staffordshire-based media pr and communications company baba baboon in this episode baba meets up with Pottery's based life coach darren brooks who after finding his own path to achieving his goals has set out to help others in the city tackle their own fear of the unknown which can hold all of us back and how challenging our own beliefs can help make us get back on track and make a fresh start in achieving our dreams. In chatting with Darren, he also reflects on his own challenges and how they have driven him to get where he is now and also helped him in his journey to penning his first book while also setting up a community group for dads with local Good Cause Alice Charity. Hi Darren. Thanks for joining me, myself and Baba Meats. You're now a life coach, but I believe it's been a journey for yourself in reaching this point. Can you shed some light on just what being a life coach entails and how it can help others, as well as your own journey in getting to this point?
1: I think some people sort of can mistake a life coach as as being a counsellor, where, you know, it's not. I'd recommend anybody getting a coach. Uh, I've I've got my own coach. It's um, it's about getting the absolute best out of that person, about maximizing the potential and achieving the personal and professional goals, really, whatever that might, might mean for the individual, which can be completely different. It can be from anyone who's a budding entrepreneur wanting to set up their own business or somebody that's um, overcoming limiting beliefs that have maybe holding them back from going after some opportunities that they want from life. So it covers quite a, quite a wide scale, really, and uh, it's, it's really rewarding. I love it.
0: So you've spent a lot of time working with individuals and communities um, who have, you know, from people who've dealt with such things as, you know, difficult addiction issues uh, to just generally helping people to find out what they want to do with their lives. Has this equipped you f- for what you do now?
1: Yeah, I think um, I think from, I kind of see the rehabilitation unit really as the start of my career. Um, started there as a sport worker and I think I was in a really sort of blessed position to see people that had overcome real adversity, um, upbringings that were sort of absolutely horrific um, from, from, from day one for some people. To become the best version of themselves and to go after everything that they want in life. So, long before I was pursuing my own dreams, I was, I was seeing other people go after theirs, which was a really blessed position to be in, I think. And I'm forever grateful to that place for all the start of my career. And some of those people who, who were in there or who worked there, I've got as, as lifelong friends now. Um, and yeah, some people have, um, have really had it bad from the off. And the resilience that they've shown to overcome those things, I think, amazing. Um, th- there's no better way to describe it than, than amazing, really. So I think using um, using the experience of working there um, got me on this journey. Got me on this journey from there. Um, we we got made redundant. Uh, got made redundant from a job that I absolutely loved doing just before Christmas. From that, um, a good friend of mine, he came to me. He got this idea of a well-being organisation, and needed two people who he sort of trusted and liked to come in with him. So, three of us went into that. But all of that has kind of led me up to to where I am now and doing what I'm doing now, really.
0: Can I just ask that? With, because we're looking at the, the the knowledge and skills and the level of experience you've got that's got you to this point. What's a well-being organisation? What was you doing there?
1: That was. um that was like one-to-one counselling, group therapy, um, art groups, music groups, yoga, well-being walks. Um, we got, a, we got a, some funding from the awards for from the lottery and organised like a Saturday drop-in group where people could come in the morning. That was a bit of support group. And then in the afternoon was like a different element of the service. So one day we'd do a walk, one week we'd do a yoga session or, or like a workshop. Um, and, and that was amazing. That was the kind of, kind of first taste of, of business, really. Um, but unfortunately, um, I ended up feeling like I was on burnout, which was quite ironic considering it was well-people organisation. Um, but you know, it was it was a massive learning curve. It was um, it was a learning curve for all of us. We ran a service between the three of us because that's kind of what we did at the O'Connor Centre. But none of us had, had got a taste of running a business, so it was all it was all fresh and new.
0: So, in your role as a, as a life coach, uh, and g- given the, the varied sort of individuals, personalities, communities you've had to you've supported and worked with, what have been some of these the standout um, or m- m- memorable people groups you've worked with?
1: I think everybody who comes out and really has got their own uh, they've got their own goals, they've got their own place where they want to be. So. Something for somebody can to, to somebody else can seem quite, uh, I suppose trivial, really. Um, which to, to them it's not, uh, everybody's different. So, I've had people come in who, um, everything was going really well in their life, uh, everything was good, and they kind of wanted to carry on that momentum, kind of wanted to go well. Other people who, um, were struggling from, uh, beliefs that were picked up from other people from, from a young age that uh, one particular client was somebody t- constantly saying, oh, you're thick, you're thick. Um, and it was, it was changing that belief. It was reframing that and, and looking at, you know, is there any evidence to support that? Um, do, do you trust this person? Do you like this person? And really sort of challenging those beliefs, beliefs that come up. I think a lot of the time, the people that can hold us back in, in life are the people closest to us, the people that love us, um, the ones that really want the best for us, that are giving us their advice just so that we we don't sort of face any suffering or we don't um, face face any adversity to so the people that maybe are close that um, are quite nasty and uh, like, like this guy was to this girl who was like, they've obviously got their own problems that they're taking out on somebody else. But I think... Um, I think people can be really be held back by the beliefs of other people, and a lot of the time, sadly, they can be the people that, that, that love us that care about us. It could be your wife, it could be your boyfriend, it could be your mum, your dad, um, you know, wanting the best for you and advising you from, uh, to stop you facing that suffering. But you know, you don't without taking chances on things, whether it be um, going into that new relationship, whether it be setting up that business or taking that promotion. Um, fear can hold us back from doing those things. But, well, what if the relationship goes wrong? Well, what if the job doesn't pan out? What if my business doesn't bring money And where you're not looking at, well, what what about the amazing things that could happen if I do go after that? If I do take that chance, I do take that risk. And I think unfortunately, a lot of people are really out back by that fear of, um, of something not working out, where until you go after it, who knows who knows what's going to happen. Until you make that initial initial move and make that start, nothing nothing will happen.
0: So it seems like there's a a lot of the um, people you've been working with uh, come to you and they've it's, having to deal with being conditioned in a certain way through either how they've grown up or through the work they do, what through, um, through the relationships you've had, and therefore it's, it's created this that sort of um, self limiting belief. Yes. that they are, they're, they're wanting to overcome. What are some of those ways that you are supporting them? what are some of uh, the techniques and uh, processes?
1: I think one of, one of the main things is, uh, is challenging those beliefs, challenging where those beliefs have come from, where they've been picked up from, um, you know, whether it's what you're placing on yourself or whether it's the fact that you're listening to people around you. That, that is one of the main things. That's probably one of the things that we do in one of the first sessions is we'll challenge those. What's, what's holding you back and why do you feel this is holding you back and, and then challenge that. And another massive thing for me is, uh, is goal setting. I'm a firm believer that like, like you book is dreams to goals is take that dream and break that down into manageable goals because at first it can seem overwhelming, it can seem massive but when you actually sort of break it down, right, what do I need to do this year, what do I need to do this month, what do I need to do this week? it doesn't then become this, this big thing that you think is impossible. You think, well, actually, I'm making progress towards that now. I'm working towards those goals. And, um, and and you've seen your progress. You've seen how much closer you're getting to it. Where at first, when people, well, I want to set up this business, but you know, I don't, I don't know where to start, and people believe that these amazing things happen to other people. Well, you must uh, you must have had the finances to start that. You must have had the right people around you. Um, you know, the time for doing anything will never ever be right. There'll never, there'll never be a good time. There'll never be a perfect time when the money's there. You're at the right point in your life. Your kids are at the right age. If you're waiting for one of those things to to hit that point where it's, you know, you know, you're never going to do it. You're never going to do it because there's never a good time.
0: Yeah, that's it's right. I think we can all find things that um, we procrastinate over or, or we feel like, you know, oh, I'll just put this off tomorrow or just need to get this in place until uh, and, yeah, and then I'll do it. Uh, so I think something we're all definitely familiar with. I know I am.
1: Uh, yeah, me but, too. We, all are. we all I think we all, we all do that, don't we, at some point? It's just as long as that's not really, really holding you back from from where you want to be, then that, that's okay. A bit of, um, you know, putting things off to tomorrow and a bit of, a bit of fear on... New horizons. Just, I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. But I think if if those beliefs are really sort of holding you back, then that's when it's it's challenging and, and sort of let let's work on this. You know, let's let's get you over this. Let's get you past this.
0: You're putting all this into a book. Yeah. And so who do you hope it's going to speak out to? The
1: idea behind it is uh, to take your dream, whatever that may be, whether it's your childhood dreams or dreams from early adulthood and break it down into actual goals, like the book's called Dreams to Goals. As far as who's it game to help, um, primarily, I want to help the people from Stoke-on-Trent. I'm a, like I say, proud Stokey. Love love where we're from. And I think um, a lot of people have kind of got the mindset that, um, you know, these great things happen in Manchester or the happening in, in London. You know, well, no, let's start here. Let's start with, with our community. Um, I love it. Um, I think what Conor McGregor said, they were talking about him going going over to America. That he needed to succeed in the UFC, uh, and to do that, he needed to go go to America. And he was like, "No, focus on the surroundings and, and let's rise together. Focus on, on the people that, that are around us. That uh, our people. I know everybody's our people. But the people of Stoke-on-Trent. So initially, you know, I want to help as many people in Stoke-on-Trent to realise that they can do whatever they put their mind to. For me, if something's come to you then you can bring that to life. It's not come to me that I, I want to be a professional footballer like David Beckham, can't play football in the slightest. I think the, those dreams that you have, they come to you for a reason, and, and that's because you can bring them to life. So as many people as that can read that book and think, you know what, I, I can do this, I can overcome this, um, then that that's amazing. But, the, yeah, the thinking was behind it was, you know, I had that struggle for years of... Um, No direction. I didn't know where I was going, what I wanted to do until I got the job at the rehab. Um, But I had that belief that I I was told by a teacher at school that, you know, you can't write a book. um, You need need to do something a little bit more serious um, and a little bit more sensible in in, in a good way. She she wasn't being nasty about it. She was was telling me in like a nice way. But that was that was her opinion, but I I held on to that for years, and it's taken till
0: I suppose important. it fits into what you were saying about the conditioning side of it, doesn't it? And you know, yeah, whatever we pick up as we're growing up, it just sits with us, and then it's, it can limit our uh, you know our beliefs and what we we would like to do.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. And I think a school system it can can be really really bad for that. You know, some great things come from school, um, but I think they don't the arts and things like that aren't really encouraged enough. Um, it's more, you, you need to get this sensible job. And, and I left school with reasonably good GCSE results, but feeling like a bit of a failure because I'd, I had no idea what I wanted to do, where I wanted to go. And I felt like I was bouncing from pillar to post for, for a long time, for a good few years, really. And I think if, if that sort of dream that I had and, and for other people was nurtured at school and was kind of encouraged, you know, things may be, I believe that everything happens for a reason, you know, I'm not, um, I'm, there's no bitterness towards that. But I think if um, if you've just got that one person, which could be that one teacher or something at school that really encourages that, that can really catapult you forward. Which is why I love being a coach, because, you know, you are in a position where you can nurture that person and you can encourage those dreams and, and, and turn them into goals.
0: You're currently in talks and working with Alice Charity on a new project, the Dad Community. Can you just tell us a bit more about the what that is and why it's happening?
1: Yeah, um, got a fantastic relationship with staff in Alice Charity. The Alice Charity do amazing work. Um, done a, a, like a workshop with them and, and sort of kept a bit of coaching. Um, and the Dad Community is going to be a project for single dads. There's, I think, single dads being neglected in in some ways from from sort of catching up with the dads and from speaking to them about about their journey and about where they are the a lot of them feel like that um a lot of help was there for the mums but not necessarily the dads because i suppose it wasn't a common situation that the dad would be looking after the children it's going to be a weekly thing so it's an opportunity that like um they've only got to wait a week for if they've got any questions or any challenges you know the other dads can really support them and and back them up with that, so yeah, really, really excited. Uh, the Alice Charity are really passionate about helping everyone, and they got a lot of dads on the books and um, and saw, saw a market, I suppose, for really for this group, and um, a lot of people that it could really benefit. So, and, yeah, really excited to be starting that.
0: Like, definitely, definitely sounds like something that you've got a lot of interest building up for there. When and where is this going to be launching and happening?
1: It'll be um, it'll be all through Zoom, so we'll be running through Zoom. We'll be we'll be doing Zoom meetings where people just log in. I'll send them the code, and anybody who is interested in that can just get in touch with Alice Charity um, if they're feeling like they need that support. Alice can support them with it, and then they'll uh, they'll pass all the details on to the group and stuff.
0: Well, thanks for talking to us today, Darren, and wish you um, good luck with everything in the future. It'll be good to catch up with you as things progress. That was life coach Darren Brooks talking about his achievements in reaching his own goals and how he is now helping others with theirs. Well, that's it for this episode of Baba Meets. We hope you've enjoyed it. Tune in next time when we'll be catching up with Terry Alvey, founder of Walk Talk Action. A community interest company which combines physical activity with conversation to support people's mental health in Stoke-on-Trent and Staffordshire. Until then, you can keep updated on all local positive news by visiting www.babababoon.co.uk, and also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Babababoon. Until then, thanks for listening.